Today's daf is Bavakama daf samech tes, and we are about 25 lines from the bottom of daf samechess amid beis eisavei Rabbi Yochanan the Reish Lakish. Today's daf is being learned as a schos for Achenu ben Yisrael Hanasunah Batzaru Vashivya. Today's daf is also being learned leilui nishmas Rabbi Vrom Chaim ben Rabbi Yomin Zev Zechetzadik Levracha. So we're in the middle of discussing the sugya of Yish. Yish koina, yish not koina. We've seen that, of course, in a vacuum, yish is koina. The makar is perikelu metzias, stating that the Amoyram debated whether yish that's koina by aveda is also koina by gneva vigzela, or perhaps it's only by aveda, not by gneva vigzela. What would be the svara lechalik? The Gemara said on Daf Samech Vav Rabbi was the Mara de Shmaita. He said, could be Davka Veda, where Betera Sarliade, it's there that Yish is going to be Kaina. However, Bigneva Vigzela, where it's Beisura Sarliade, maybe not. Lamaisa, what was floated throughout the Sugya was three different opinions. One opinion is Yish is Kaina Bigneva Vigzela, Midday Raisa, just like it is by Aveda. Another opinion is Yish is Kaina Bigneva Vigzela, however, only Midrabanan. Third shita is that Yish is not koina at all. Today's daf is going to continue this discussion of Yish koina, Yish not koina. The specific context and really the segue into the Gemara is another debate that the Amiram had was when it says in the Torah, Ki yignoif ishoir The Torah says, Somebody does that. Chamisha baka yishalim tachas hashar va'arbat soin tachas haser. So a person steals a shar or a seh and he sells either the shar or the seh. The halacha is he gets upgraded from kefil. Now he has to pay dal v'hey. Is it dalit or is it hey? It's dalit for the seh. It's hey for the shar. Here's the question: When this person now sold the shar or the seh, was there yish or was there not yish? And does it even matter? Now, there's svaras to say that it could be if you sold it before Yish, it wouldn't be a problem. You would not be subject to the halacha of Dal Vehe. There's a svaras to say that if you sold it la'acha Yish, then it could be you would not be obligated to pay Dal Vehe. There's a svaras to say that it doesn't matter whether you sold it before or whether you sold it after. Either way, you will be subject to Dal Vehe. What are the svaras? The Gemara said that it could be if a person would steal and sell before Yish, being that the Mechira would not be Chal, because you can't sell something that doesn't belong to you, could be for Azasar Mechira, the Torah was never Mechai of you, so if you sold it, now the Mechira goes into effect, now you're going to be Chai, but if you would sell before Yish, could be, it wouldn't be a problem. This is far to say that if you sold the La'acha Yish, it wouldn't be a problem. And the reason is, because if you hold Yish Kaina, that means that now, if you sold la'acha yish, you sold something that belongs to you. Shaloyhu teveach, shaloyhu moicher. And if that's the case, why should you be chayef? Dalvehe. There's a svar to say that you would be chayef if you sold lifne yish and if you sold la'acha yish. You chayef if you sell lifne yish because despite the fact that the mechira doesn't go into effect, who cares? At the end of the day, it says umechara. You sold it. You went through the motions as if the mechira was going to go in effect. And just because nothing happened, no, no, who said that that impacts the Allah of Umechare? There's as far to say that you would be chayef for selling after Yish, 
that would be if you hold that Yish is not Kaina. If Yish is not Kaina, well, then it's not Shalehu Moicher, and as a result, you would be Chai. So that was the Shmuz, Machoikis Rav Sheshis, and Rav Nachman. The end of this discussion, Rabbi Yechanan chimed in. And Rabbi Yechanan said that I hold for a double Pasha, that in the event that a person steals a Sharor Seh and he sells it, Lifne Yish, Tavach is that he's going to be Chai. And don't tell me that he shouldn't be Chai because the Mechira doesn't go into effect. I have a precedent from another parish in the Torah, which is eerily similar to this parasha, where a person steals and sells, and despite the fact there's no Yish, still the Torah says that now that you sold, your Einish gets upgraded tremendously. And that is someone that's a Goynev Nefesh Yisrael. If somebody kidnaps a human being, and then he sells that person, so the Torah says he's Chayv Misa for what he did. Says Rabbi Yechenon, is there Yish when a person steals a Another person? Of course not. L'shoni azov shal rashi. Ain adam misyayish al A person could be miyayish from his peros, but a person is not miyayish from his mitzios, from his essence, from himself, from his gof. And as a result, bal karchach he was lifnei yish and afal pikein. The Torah says that if you steal and you sell, the halacha is you now are subject to a special parish in the Torah. So said Rabbi Yechonon, just like going of nefeshu macharay, the halacha is. So too, if somebody steals a sharva se'umacharai, the Allah is going to be the same. So Rabbi Yechonon's opinion as it relates to sharva se'umacharai is very clear. The Allah is, you're going to be chayv. The Gemara said that just like Rabbi Yechonon said this, Rish Lakish said it as well. It's a Rabbi Yechonon very shlokish, even though the Gemara didn't use these words, the Amri Travai. The question, however, was what happens if a person would sell la'achad yosh, the Gemara wanted to know, would you be chayev or would you be potter? Now, if Rabbi Yechanan held that if you sold lifne yosh, you were potter, then Balkarchach Rabbi Yechanan would have no choice but to hold that if you sold la'achad yosh, you'd be chayev, because you got to be chayev somewhere. It's a pasuk in the Torah. But now the Rabbi Yechanan said that if you sell lifne yosh, you're chayev. So now there's Malkim to say that maybe if you sold la'achad yosh, you would be potter. And the Gemara wasn't sure. What would Rabbi Yechanan hold if a person steals, sells la'acha yish? Chayiv apater. What's at the core of this shayla? The sugya. Is yish kaina or is yish not kaina? If yish is kaina, then you would be potter. Because shalayhu moicher. If, however, yish is not kaina, so then there's makam to say that you would be chayiv. Lamaisa, the Gemara said that Rabbi Yechanan holds that just like if you sell lifne yish, you're going to be chayev. So too, if you sell la'acha yish, you're going to be chayev as well. And the reason is because Rabbi Yechonon holds that yish is not kain. Gemara mentioned that as it relates to this, it's not Rabbi Yechonon very shlokish to Amri Travayu over here. Rish Lakish did what he usually did, and that is he was chaylik with Rabbi Yechonon, and he said, "I disagree. Lifne yish, you're going to be chayev." However. La'acha Yish, then you're going to be potter. And the reason is because Rish Lakish holds that Yish is kainer, and therefore if you sell La'acha Yish, Shalayhu Meicher. So this, Machloikis, Rabbi and Rav Yosef, and the Tula Shainis, and Rava, and we had Ula, and we had Rav, and Rav Cheshis, and all the different Amayroim, and Daf Samech Chesomid Beis, began on Samech Vav Amir Aleph. But two Daf and later, it's a Machloikis, Rabbi Yochan, and Rish Lakish. Rabbi Yochan holds that Yish is not Koino. Rish Lakish holds that Yish is Koino. If you notice, all the different sugyas here of Yish, Koino, Yish, not Koino, were all said in different contexts. Rab was talking about Koino. Then Aganev, Rabbi Yochan and Rish Lakish are talking about the Chi of Dal, the Hef, and the Chi of Acha Yish. But it all boils down to the same fundamental question. And that is Yish, which we know is Koino Ba'aveda. What about with regards to Gnev of Is it Koino or is it not Koino? 
Today's daf again is Rabbi Yochan and Rish Lakish. Rabbi Yochan and Rish Lakish are going to talk to each other. It begins with a kasha that Rabbi Yochanan asked to Rish Lakish. Rabbi Yochanan, who holds that Yish is not koina, is going to ask a kasha now to Rish Lakish, who holds that Yish is koina. Isvi Rabbi Yochanan and Rish Lakish. Rabbi Yochanan has a kasha to Rish Lakish from a brayso. Gonna be hikdish. If somebody steals and then he's makdish. What he stole, it was a shor or a seh. And after he was makdashid, he shechted it. This kind of has to pay kefil. However, he does not pay the So a person was gone of shor or seh. It's easy, you pay kefil. Ganav always pays kefil. Then he made it hektish and he was tavach. Ordinarily, utvacha, you would pay dal vehe. But being that he was makdashet before he did the tvicha, so the halach is he's potter from dal vehe. Rashi says, this is a big Rashi that we're not going to go into right now, that the reason he's potter from dal vehe is because there's a halacha in hektish, or a halacha in nezikin that says that a person's chayev when he damages re'eyo, that halacha impacts. Dal and we say that the only time you chayv dal is if it was a shor or a seshel reyeyo. But being that here you were makdashit, it's not shor reyeyo, so for that reason you're going to be pot. So you're going to be chayv kefa because the gneba happened before it was hektish. But as relates to the tvicha, being that it happened after the hektish, you're going to be pot from dal When did the hektish happen? Relative to years, did it take place before years? Mikadish is the hektish even chal? Meaning, if somebody steals something. And the Bible wasn't miyayish, and then he makes it hektish. Is it chal hektish? Of course not. How do I know that? Based on a drush, it says in the Torah, "Ve'ish ki yaktish es beisoy kodesh amrachmano." And we learn from there, "Ma beisoy shaloi afkal shaloi." This pasuk teaches me that just like a person owns his house, so too the only time you can be maktish anything, "Ve'ish ki yaktish." That's what the pasuk is talking about. Is if you own that thing. So bal karchach when the pasuk when the brayser says "gana ve'hiktish." We're not talking about where you were makdish at Lifnei Yish. Elopshnit Yish. Must be it's talking about Lacha Yish. Now, the time of the hektish who, the Enemesham Tashlume, above the Chamisha, it sounds like the reason you don't pay Tal Vehei is because you were makdish And like Rashi says, it's not Shoreyeyu, and as a result, there's no Chiv Dal Vehei. The Chikotavach, the hektish Kotavach. So then when you shechted, you shechted something that belongs to hektish. Avaloi hektish. But what would be if you were a makdish Then the halacha is Meshalim Tashlume, above the Chamisha. You would have to pay Dal Vehei. Now, if you're going to tell me that Yish is Koyin, my then why do you pay? What you shecht, it belongs to you. In other words, Rabbi Yechelen said, this b'raiso, that says, Gona v'hikdish v'acha kach tovach, enoi m'shalim, above v'chamisha, has to be talking about la'acha yish. Because if it was lifne yish, then it's dead on arrival. You couldn't have been makdishet. So bal karchach there was yish. Now, it sounds then very clearly that the only reason you're part of from Da'al Ve'eh is because you were makdishet. But if every other part of the story was the same, minus the hektish, it sounds like in that case you would have a chiv Da'al Ve'eh. Now, if the Bible was miyayish and yish is koina, then why would you be chiv Da'al Ve'eh? Shaloyu toiveach. Elamai must be yish is not koina. So this is Rabbi Yochanan's Eisavei that he asked to Reish Lakish. Reish Lakish told Rabbi Yochanan it's not what happened in this price. So you want to know what happened? The case is not where the Ganev was Makdish, but rather where the Bailam was Makdish. In other words, the price is talking about Lifne Yish. And that's why the Halacha is that only because of the Hektish are you parted from the Alvehek. But had it not been hectish, 
you would have been chayev dalvei. Ayishaloyu toiveach. You're assuming there was yish. There was no yish. Ay, if it's lifne yish, then the hektish is not even chal. So why are we having this rashi about reyeyu, and why are we even having this conversation? L'chayret should be then on arrival. Gona the hektish lifne yish. The hektish is not chal. Zokresh lotish. Oh, you thought the ganav was makdeshet. The bailim was makdeshet, and the bailim lifne yish, being that it still belongs to him, has the ability to be makdeshet, and that's what's going on over here. But the Gemara says, "Omi kadosh." Could the Bailim be Makdash, something that was stolen from him, even though he wasn't Miyayashit? I'm Rabbi Yochanan. But Rabbi Yochanan said, now, this is a kasha that the Gemara is asking on Rishlokish for something that Rabbi Yochanan said. But this statement of Rabbi Yochanan is axiomatic, it's universally accepted. This is Yeshiva 101. Everybody knows this, no one's chaylik on this. What did Rabbi Yochanan say? Gazal, Valenis Yashua Bailim. Somebody steals from somebody else. And the Bailim was not Miyayish, Neim, Inim Yechaylim, Lahakdish. Talach is both, meaning, Saida Gazlan and Saida Nigzal can't be Makdish this Chaylitz. Zeh, the Gazlan can't be Makdish to the Fisha Inish Allah, because being that the Bailim wasn't Miyayish, so everybody holds that if there's no Yish, it's not Kaino. So it's not yours. If it's not yours, it can't be Makdish to somebody who doesn't belong to you. Bazal, Fisha Inim Bashusai. And the Nigzal also can't be Makdish it. And the reason is because even though it is his, is, it does belong to him, but being that it was stolen from him, so right now it's not in his rishos. So if right now it's not in his rishos, he doesn't have the ability to be makdishit. So what's the kasha? Rish Lokish, how are you making anything better? You're telling me that Pshan and the Bryce of Gona Vehiktish is talking about Lifne Yish. Ah, if it's Lifne Yish, you can't be makdishit. The Territ says the Ganav is not the one that was makdishit, it's the Nignav that was makdishit. Rish Lokish, you know that. The Ganav can't because it's not his, and the Nignav also can't because it's in Ebeshusah. So, how exactly did you help anything? So, the Gemara Amri said, Ibn Yeshiva heard this kasha, and they said, Who the Amar Kitznu? And the way Rish Lokish is going to end for this Brysa is that this Brysa is going like the opinion of the Tznuin. Now, who exactly are the Tznuin? The Gemara is going to bring up a Kitzer, the Amchach, the Daf. The Gemara is going to bring the Tznuin a little bit at length. But for now, the Tznuin are mentioned in a Mishnah in Meseches Maise Sheni, Perakei Mishnah. The Tznuin had Tznuin, Manichenes Hamois. The Tznuin used to leave their money. And they would say, Kol anilkoit mizeh, yehei mechulul alamois alalo. Anyone that takes any fruit from this field, although right now it has Kedusha, the Kedusha should be transferred onto this money. Now, the background to this Mishnah is the halachos of Kerem Ravoy. So Kerem Ravoy are fruit that grow from a tree during the fourth year of its life in Eretz Yisrael, where the halacha is that those fruit have certain kedusha. What's the kedusha? It's parallel to the kedusha of Maiseshani. If you want to eat the fruit themselves, they have to eat it in Yerushalayim. If you want to eat the fruit outside of Yerushalayim, you can. You could be paida then. You could transfer the kedusha onto money, take the money, bring it to Yerushalayim, buy food there, and eat that food there. But the point is that there were people that they would nebuch, go to other people's fields, and they would steal from them. So they would snuin that were very, very chosh of the people, and instead of going after them, putting up big signs... Do not trespass, suing them. Forget. They were looking out for the ruchnius of these Ganovim. And what they would do is the following. They would say that I understand this person's a Ganov and he's going to go ahead and he's going to eat fruit that really he's not supposed to eat. I can't stop him from being a Ganov. But you know what I could stop him from doing? I could stop him from being nichshel and eating Kerem Ravoy outside Yerushalayim. So what they would do is they would take money and they would say that any person that 
may have taken any fruit from my field during the course of the day, I want to transfer the Kedusha from the fruit onto the money. So like this, when they eat the fruit, they won't be eating fruit that's Maishasheni, like uh, that's Kerem Avois. At the very least, they won't be Nikshal in that Indian. Now, the Tznuin used to do this after the fact, after the Olam already ganved Tzchayra from them. At that point, the thing that they're transferring the Kedusha from is no longer in their Rishos. And Afal Pikein, this was something that they did. So the Bnei Yeshiva said that even though Rabbi Yochanan said that clearly not everybody was of that opinion. Because you see the Tznuim that I mentioned in Astam Mishnah and Perik Maishasheni. And this Midas seemed to have been a double choshev that the Chachamim subscribed to. It was a real, legitimate, bona fide opinion. And that opinion clearly implies that if you want to transfer the Kedusha from Kerem Ravoy when it's not in your Rishos, that's something you could do. Now, if you could transfer the Kedusha from Peros that are not in your Rishos, L'Churah so too, the Gemara is arguing, you could be Makdish, something that's not in your Rishos. What's the parallel? Because really what it boils down to is, is this right now considered to be under my control? Am I enough of a Bailin, despite the fact that it's not in my Rishos, that I can effectuate Kinyanim or not? And from that perspective, Mali, if I want to be Matashe, Mali, if I want to transfer the Kedusha onto money. But the point is, says the Gemara, that the Shlokish is going to learn that the Brais of Gona, the Hikdish, Vachach, Tavla, Bishalim Tashlumei, if it's going to Yish, then what's the whole Gana of the Hikdish? The Hikdish is dead on arrival. The Terrasins is talking about where the Bailam was Makdish. I bet's also dead on arrival because even if it's Lifne Yish, Neem Enem Yechelim Lahakdish, Zalafisha Enoshaloiva, Zalafisha Enabishu, said the Terrans is. The Bryson is going according to the Tznuin. The Tznuin from their Midah, it's clearly implied that they didn't hold like Shittas Rabbi Yechanan. And if they didn't hold like Shittas Rabbi Yechanan, that's how that's going to work. But the Gemara asks another cash, and that is, The Bryson said that the Ganev for stealing the Sharvaseth for sure is going to have to pay Kefal, right? In fact, the whole Chiddush of the Bryson really was the Dal, the Hay component, that once the Ganev or the Bailin made it Hektish, at that point there's no Chiv Dal anymore. But as it relates to Hektish, that's easy. As, as it relates to the Kefal, that's easy. For sure the Ganev is going to have to pay Kefal. But the Gemara says, if we're talking about where the Bailin was Makdashet, not the Ganev, the Bailin, then you can make the argument that the Ganev shouldn't have to pay Kefal. Why not? Because Harichazra Karen Bailin. At that point that the Bailin was Makdash, his Sharvaseh, we view it halachically as if the Ganev returned the Sharvaseh to the Baila. And the reason we look at it that way is because if he's making Kenyonim with it now, if he's being Makdashit, that means he's acting like Balabas, and we view it as if it was returned. And to the extent that it was returned, then there's no Chiv Kefal. And the reason Rashi says is because the only time Yechayv Kefal is if Bezdin forces the Ganev to go return the thing that he stole. But if he returns it on his own, then Dalach is he doesn't pay Kefal. That's like a Moid of a Knast, that's Potter maybe. But the point is, if you return it by itself, at that point there's no Chiv Kefal. Now, he never returned it, just to be clear. It's not like he did anything so Moidic. But at the same time, the fact that the Balabas went and he was Makdashit, that essentially is tantamount to him having it back in his Rishos, which means it was returned to him 
not via Eden, not via a Bezdin that forced it to happen. And if it's Chazra Karen Labailim, without Bezdin forcing the hand of the Ganev, then there should be no Chiv Kefal. So, Frank the Gemara, Rish Lakish, you explain the Dal of the Hay part of this. You explain how it became Hektish, even though it was Lifna Yish, to reconcile it with your Shita that Yish is kind of. But the problem is, you just created another issue, and that is, why is there a Chiv Kefal? So, the Gemara says, Kishamat Bedin. The case is where there was a Hamadar Bedin, and there were Adim, and there was a Bezdin, meaning before the Bible was Maktashit, Bezdin already said that you're going to have to pay. Off. Bezdin already forced the Ganif to pay before he was Makdashid. So at this point, there would be a Chiv Kefal. So again, Loyalam itself saying, Yeah, Shayam was talking about with the Balabayas was Makdashid. I watch the Kasha Chazar Karen Levine, then there shouldn't be a Chiv Kefal. The terrorist is where there was Hamad Abedin. The Gemara says we have to understand this a little bit better. Hechidam Ida Amrile, Tseid Vitain Loy. Is it talking about where there was Hamad Abedin? There was a judge, there was a jury, and then the Bezdin Paskin, and they said, Go out and give the Shod or the set back to the person that you stole it from. Well, if that's the case, my ear you hiktish, afilu loy hiktish, nami loy Then we're back to square one. Why then do you need the hektish in order to say that the halacha is that you put from the alvehei? Even if the balabayas would not have been maktish, it would be put from the alvehei. Don my rav, because rav said, say tameloy in the event that bezdin paskins that. A ganav is a ganav, and they tell him go out now and return it to him. Dalach is tavach umach. At that point, if he does tvicho mechira, potter, he's going to be put from dal Why? What's posh at the rationale there? You were ganav sharvaseh. You were tavach umachar because bezdin paskin that you're a ganav, and they said save the tainloy. Now all of a sudden there's no chiyav dal vehe. So Rav said a gishmak esvar. My time, but keeping the paskul and milse because being that bezdin paskin that you owe the money the tavach umachar, and then you were tavach umachar have a le gazlin. Your status switches from being a ganav to a gazlin. Now your mamoni gabach is an under a certain mamoni gabach. The mamoni gabach isn't simply because you stole. The mamoni gabach is because bezdin said that you have a chiyav to take this money and. Give it to the person that you took it from. If you now don't do that, we view you not as being chayev based on the original Gneva, but based on the Tainloi that Bezin just imposed on you. And if Bezin tells you to give someone money and you don't do it, you're not a Ganif. What you are is a Gazlin. The Gazlin And it's only a Ganif that pays Dalvehe. A Gazlin doesn't pay Dalvehe. Rav continued, and Rav said, Chayef ato litein loy in the event that Bezin didn't say tzevetein loy, but rather Bezin said chayef ato litein loy. They said you're obligated to pay, but they didn't say it so sharp as tzevetein loy. Go out and knock on his door and give it to him, right? But rather they simply said you're obligated to. So then tavach umachar b'sham tashumi above chamisha. Then if you tavach umachar, you would have to pay dalve. My time. What's the reason? Because keeping the loy pasquo milsa, being that they didn't say tzevetein loy, it's chaser in the psak din. And Akati Ganavu said the only chiv you have is for the original Gneva, and we still view you then as a Ganiv, and if we view you as a Ganiv, and you Tavach Omachar, then the Allah is that you're going to have to pay Dal So what's the Gemara's Kasha? The Gemara's Kasha is that you're telling me the case is where the Balabayas was Makdashit. I Chazur Karen Labailam, the Teretz is, it was Amadabadit. What happened? If it was Sevetainloy, then you should invite to be potter from Dalve even without the hectic, because Robert said, anytime a person says Sevetainloy, if you're Tavachumacha, you're potter from Dalve because we look at you as a Gazel, not as a Ganav. 
And for the Gemara, very simple. Rav said very clearly, then you're going to be chayv. Where Bezin said Bezin said It's for that reason that you're going to be chayv. Incidentally, what's the difference between and From the Gemara, it sounds a little bit like until Bezin says we don't view the psak of Bezin as being fartik. So we know that when it comes to Bezdin issuing a psak, there's something called Tchilasdin, there's also something called a, a Gemardin. And Gemardin has significance in a lot of areas of halacha. The sugyas of Edom Zoymimim, there's many different areas in halacha where Gemardin has significance. It sounds like from the Gemara that if Bezdin says that's not yet the fartig din, which in English is gemar din, right? It sounds like you have to say tsevetenloi in order to have a gemar din. The problem is that the Gemara Mesech Sanhedrin Davov Amid Bey says gemar din. What is the definition of gemar din? Hechidami, ploini ata zakai, ploini ata chayev. And it sounds like as soon as Bezin says chayev azakai, that in and of itself is a gemar din. And anything that happens after that, that's just the icing on the cake. But as far as knowing when Bezdin finalize their psaq, chayiv, that in and of itself is going to be enough. From our Gemara, it sounds like chayiv atalitin lo is still chaser a little bit. The Lachner of the Gemara was, kivit le paska milsa. Sounds like something is not finished yet. Sevetain lo, that's like another move when Bezdin does that. That's when we look at it as being fartig. It's Tosfus Kash on the top of Daf Samach Tesam How do you reconcile our understanding of the Gemara din throughout Shas as being where in this Gemara it sounds like simply saying Chayiv is not enough for it to be considered a Gemara then you would have to say either way in the course of the Gemara's discussion of the Machloikis Rabbi Yechon Rish Lakish whether Yish is Koina Yish is not Koina so the Gemara mentioned Rabbi Yechon's epic memra and that is Gezo V'loy Nesi Ashua Bailam Shneim Enim Yechelim Lahakdish Zelafish Enoi Shaloi and the Gemara now is going to digress a little bit, and the Gemara is going to talk a little bit more about Rabbi Yechanan's memory. So let's just get Rabbi Yechanan's memory a little bit clearer. Rabbi Yechanan said that if somebody steals something from somebody else, and the Bailam was not Miyayish, the Aloche is, at this point, nobody can be Makdish this Chefetz. The Gazlin can't be Makdish the Chefetz, because it's not his. If the Bailam would have been Miyayish, then we could have a conversation. But if he wasn't Miyayish, then for sure it's not his, and as a result, he doesn't have the ability to be makdish. It says in the Torah, and to the extent that you're a ganev, you're a gazlin, the owner was not miyayish, you do not have the ability right now to make it hakdish. In addition to that, the balabayas also can't be makdish. And the reason is because even though he wasn't miyayish yet, and it's his, it's enor b'shusay. And because it's Enoi Breshusai, that too is a reason for him to not be able to make it hectic. Meaning, there's almost no proper owner to this item right now. The Ganev is not a proper owner. That's easy. Lefisha in the But even the person that he stole it from is not a proper owner. And the reason is Lefisha in the So a few things. First of all, the Makar to this halacha is the Pasik, Fishki Yaktish Espesai Kaidish. Ma Besai Shalai Afkal Shalai. Stating that the halach is not only true for hakdish, it's true for all kinyanim. We saw the Gemara Shteltzut at Snuin, who were not learning Hilchas hakdish, it was more a sugya of transferring Kedusha, but not being hakdish something from Kerem Ravoy, 
onto Mois. And there too, the Gemara said that this rule would apply. This would be true if this person, the Ganav or the Nignav, wanted to sell the item. If they wanted to be Mafka the item, it doesn't matter what it is. The point is that in any time you need to be a Balabas on Azach in order to effectuate any transaction, any chalois, shneim enum yichaylam. In this case, both of them would not be able to do it. Zelafish she'enu shaloi, v'zelafish she'enu Another point that's worth mentioning is, kipshutai, when you learn Rabbi Yochanan for the first time, the chiddush of Rabbi Yochanan, you think, is more the fact that the balabayas can't go and be makdashet. Meaning, the fact that the ganiv can't be makdashet, you would think it is obvious. It's lufnei yish, it's not his, so, Luchura, how could he be Makdashit? The Chiddush is that if it's Lufna Yish and it doesn't belong to the Ganavs, then by definition, process of elimination, it belongs to the Balabais. If it belongs to the Balabais, then the Balabais should be able to be Makdashit. And that's for sure the Pashtas, that Rabbi Yochanan's Chiddush in Gezavalei and Yashua Bailim is not on the Enishaloi, it's on the Enishusa, it's on the fact that the Balabais can't. Stating that the London bring Raya is not that way, that it's Mavur, then under the Platzer, that Rabbi Yochanan, Chiddush was really on both sides of the equation. He was saying a Chiddush that the Balabayas can't be Makdash Lefisha but he was also saying a Chiddush that the Gazlin can't be Makdash Lefisha Enishaloi. And the question is, why is that a Chiddush? And Pashat, the answer has to be because although the Gazlin doesn't own this item, but as we've spoken about here in the first few Dafin and Parak Maruba, every Gan of every Gazlin does have some Kenyan in the thing that he stole, what's known as Kenyane Gineva and Kenyane Gezela. And that Kenyan is a Kenyan. It's a Kenyan on the level that he's now Chayev Anointsen, right? So Epis Vosa Kenyan he does have. And because he has a Kenyan, so Chamina, maybe that would be enough for it to be Shaloi, that if he wanted to be Makta, should he could. The bottom line is, that's Rabbi Yechonon's memory. Rabbi Yechonon said, Gezav Eloi Nesiyashu Abayim, Shneim Enim Yechayim Lahakdash. Zel Afisha Enim Shaloi, Vezel Afisha Enim Bashusai. Now, on Daf Samaches Amidbeis, this is going to segue right into the rest of the Daf. After the Gemara brought Rabbi Yechonon's memra, the Gemara said, it's not so posh what Rabbi Yechonon said. In fact, there's a Mishnah, a Stam Mishnah, in the fifth paragraph, Parak Maizasheni, which Mavur clearly not like Rabbi Yechonon. What was the Stam Mishnah? It was the Tznuin. Who were the Tznuin? The Tznuin were people that were super sensitive and they're Ruchnius. They were Grace of Bali Madrego. And they knew that there were people that used to steal from their fields. And sometimes their field was Karen Ravoy. And they didn't want the people to be nichshol and eating karen ravoy chutzli rishalayim. So what they would do is, at the end of the day, they would come and they would say that any person that was malachit from my field today, I'm transferring the kedushin from the peris onto this money. So like this, at the very least, like sigzal, I can't control, but at the very least, they won't be over the iser of eating karen ravoy chutzli rishalayim. Now, when they did this, the karen ravoy was already outside of their possession, and still. It worked. Otherwise, this is just a joke, right? So, it's mavur that the tznuim held that you can transfer the kedusha from ravoy even when it's in a b'shusay, which is not in line with what Rabbi Yochanan said. In other words, at first glance, Rabbi Yochanan's memra of shneim elim yuchelim lahakdish, the ikur chiddush zelafisha in a b'shusay is the loika tznuim. 
The Gemara right now is going to have a major issue with that. So the Gemara Gufa, Amr Rabbi Yochanan, Rabbi Yochanan said, "Gazav leinu se'ashu abayim l'shenim mehakdash zelo fiche enish loy bezelo fiche enish b'shusay." Me Amr Rabbi Yochanan, Hachi, could Rabbi Yochanan have said, "Bam Rabbi Yochanan, Rabbi Yochanan said, Halacha kistam mishnah." Rabbi Yochanan has a cloud that Halacha is always like a stam mishnah. Vitnan, and we learned in a stam mishnah. What's the stam mishnah? It's the mishnah of the tznuim. So here's the longer version, as promised. Kerem Ravoy hoy metzayin oisoy bigsuzoys adam. So if a person had a field that was Karen Ravai, so to try to prevent people from eating this Karen Ravai and being nichshal in the Isser, what the Oivim would do is they would take clumps of dirt and they would put it right in front of the field. And that was a symbolism that this field is Ravai. Now, why did they use clumps of dirt? So there was like a pun. There was a chshivas to the symbol. Simono ki adam. They wanted the to know that this field is like the earth. Ma adam Just like the earth, you could have enough from it. But Rashi adds very importantly, la'achazman. Meaning, you could have enough, but not right now. Bechrisha, vizriya, viktira. If you do the sidur the pas, right? If you start doing the lamatas malachas, so then you would be able to have hanah from adama, right? Adama is something that can give you tremendous benefit, right? Everything, even man came in Adam. But at the same time, it requires work. So too, this Ravoy, Kimifrika, if you're going to plug a little bit, and you're going to put in the work, sorry, you'll be able to have enough. If somebody had a field that was Arlo, now Arlo is the first three years. Arlo is Asabachilo, it's even Asabana. That's like the worst of the worst, right? So if a person had a field that was Arlo and he wanted to make a simon for the passerbys to know, so what they would do is they would put Picharosis, they would put broken shards of a Kaili. At Simona Kicharosis, what was the symbolism? Just like Kharos is something you can't have any enough from. This is something you can't have any enough from. Vishal Kvaros, me Indian Indian Indian. If somebody had a caver that was buried along the side of the road, old school. So, you wanted that the Kayhanim or people that were they should know not to walk there because they're going to be tummy. So the simon that they would make is besit. They would take lime, plaster. That's what they would put there. And the reason they did what? That was Simona de Chiver Katsamis because the sit is white and it's white like bones. So they wanted people to know, oh, there's bones over here. So that was a way of knowing that Kayhanim stay away. Umemacha, what they would do is they would mix it with water, the shoichet, and they would and they would pour it, they want it to be very, very wide. It should be a very, very good simon. When did they do this? They did this on Shemitah, the Hefkenin, meaning all these simonim, as it relates to the Karen Ravoy, as it relates to the Arla, obviously a caver has nothing to do with Shemitah. But as it relates to those two things, during Shemitah, they would do this. And the reason is because on Shemitah, a person's field is Hefker. So if your field is Hefker, that means a guy can be walking through your backyard and plucking. Uh, cob of corn out of the ground and eating it, right? That's something he has a right to do. So then you want this year to know, oh, Arlo, Ravoy, he has to know what the halachas are. But as it relates to the other six years of the Shemitah cycle, says Rav Shem and Gamliel, why are we looking out for this person? You want to be a rush? You want to come into my field and you want to steal my food? You know what? No problem. So then we didn't look out. Stating that, that's nuance, says the Mishnah. They even one-upped. What they would do is, is they would take money, and they would say, any person that took anything from here, this is referring to the Ravoy, that Kedusha should be on this money, it's like this, they're not going to be Nikshol in Ravoy. What do you see from here? You see from here, this is the longer version of the Mishnah that was wrought in one line on Samachet Samadbez, that the Tznuin used to transfer the Kedusha from the Ravoy onto money 
after it was already outside of their rishos. Zoysoy Meres, they didn't seem to subscribe to the theory of Gezav Eloi Nesiyashua Abayilim, Shneim Enim Yuchelim Lahaktish, Zelafisha Enishaloi, Zelafisha Enishusai, which is not like Rabbi Yochanan. I hear. The problem is it's Istan Mishnah, and Rabbi Yochanan is Halachik Istan Mishnah. So the fact that the Tznuin are not like Rabbi Yochanan really is a steer in Rabbi Yochanan. That's what emerges. Because although Rabbi Yochanan can always say, Avatana that I'm relying on, Right, there's moves you can make. The problem is, it's a Stam Mishnah. And Rabbi Yochanan Haltoch Stam Mishnah. So, how do you reconcile the famous Allah of Rabbi Yochanan, Gezavalin, Nisiyasha, Bailin, with Rabbi Yochanan's Klal of Halacha, Kistam Mishnah? Says the Gemara. Now, if you're going to tell me, then maybe there's an easy way out. You could tell me, Man Tanda Tsun, Rabbi Shimon Gamil. Could be this Mishnah of Tsun is really not a Stam Mishnah. Why not? Because two lines before the Mishnah brought the Tsun, the Mishnah mentioned Rab Shimon ben Gamliel, who said, And then the Mishnah brought the Tznu. Meaning, if you look at the signal of the Mishnah, the setup, the Mishnah brought the whole idea of Kerem Ravoy, Hoi Metzayin, and like this, or like that, the Kvar is like that. Then the Mishnah brought Rab Shimon Gamliel, and then it mentioned the Tznu. The assumption was that the Tznuin is a continuation to the beginning of the Mishnah. We interrupted the Mishnah for a moment to bring you the sheet of Rav Shemim and Gamliel. But then the Tznuin is really a continuation of what the Mishnah began with. But maybe that's not the case. Maybe once Rav Shemim Gamliel enters the Mishnah, the whole rest of the Mishnah is all Rav Shemim Gamliel talking. What's the revach of doing that? Comes out, it's not a Stam Mishnah. If it's not a Stam Mishnah, you don't have a steering of Yechon. Rabbi Yechon said, Allah, it's not Mishnah. Maybe it's not really a Stam Mishnah. But the Gemara says, if that's true, you still have a Kasha. Albeit a different Kasha, but a very similar Kasha. Every single time Rabbi Gamliel said, Allah, in a Mishnah, we pass him like him, Chutz, with three exceptions, and this is not one of those three exceptions. So the bottom line is, fake the Gemara, Ramon of Shachar. If someone steals something from someone, and now as a result, that thing is not on my rishus right now, the Allah is that that person cannot be makdashit anymore. From the Mishnah that's him, you see, not that way. And Rabbi Yochanan Luchura is muchrach to paskin like the Mishnah of Tznuin for one of two reasons. Either because it's a Stam Mishnah and Rabbi Yochanan's Allah is Stam Mishnah, or the only other option is that it could be Rabbi Shimon Gamliel and Rabbi Yochanan Rolz. So, we have a steer in Rabbi Yochanan. And for the Gemara, how do you get out of this question? Amri, about the Kama term. You have to say that the Tznuin who were looking out for these Rishayim to make sure that they weren't going to be Nikshal and Karim Ravoy, what they did was not what we thought they did. In fact, the Girs of the Mishnah is a mistake. Loi came a kolanilkot mizah. Don't read in the Mishnah that at the end of the day, they used to say that anyone that took anything from me today, so right now, my Ravoy is in this person's pantry. I want it Kedusha to be transferred onto money. That's not what happened. What they used to do is, they would go in the beginning of the day, and they would say that I know today is another day, but like the light, there are people that are going to make bad choices. And somebody might come to my field, and he might siphon off my Paris, and he's going to be Nichshon Ravoy, and these are Tznu and the Heiligen And what they would say is that any person that during the course of the day is going to do that right this second. I'm setting aside this money so the minute they take it, which is a little bit better, by the way, because like this, the minute they take it, they're ready 
in the free. What happens if someone goes during the day, pulls someone's ravoy out, and then three hours later, it's, then it's already too late, right? I think once it was already Nesakal B'meyav, everybody holds, so Lohura, there's actually a benefit of doing that. But the point is, it didn't happen after the fact. It happened before the fact. What's the advantage of saying that? It is in his rishos, and as a result, this whole Allah of Tznu doesn't contradict. There's no problem with that. It is not a contradiction to the Allah of Rabbi Yechon. Even though on Dafsam Chesam and Beis the Gemara brought it in the Cheshbon of how Rishlokish is going to be Miyash of the Eisvei Rabbi Yechon Rishlokish. Yeah, if you want to learn the Girsa and say that the Tznu did it after the fact, you have a right to do it. But Rabbi Yechon is not Meshuvah to that. Rabbi Yechon is going to tell you Loi It actually happened before the fact, and because it happened before the fact, that's why. It's not a statement. The Gemara says, Rabbi Hachi, could you say that? I'm Rabbi Yechanan. Rabbi Yechanan made another comment. Snuin v'rabdoisa amru Rabbi Yechanan once said that Snuin and Rabdoisa said the same thing. Now, the Snuin that Rabbi Yechanan was referring to were these Snuin. Perakei Mishnah Aleph, Mesachas Ma'ezashen. Who was Rabdoisa that Reb Yoichan was referring to, so the Gemara is about to mention it, but here's the point, Gemara gives us the punchline, for Reb Doisa said a very similar halacha, and the halacha that he said was talking about something that someone did similar to what the Tznuin did when it was after the fact. Now, if Reb Yoichan holds that Tznuin for Reb Doisa, and we know Reb Doisa was after the fact, the Tznuin also after the fact. Now, who's this Reb Doisa at the time? You've been going to the rise of Reb Yudah, said Shachris, in the morning, Balabais, Oymed, Balabais, could or even should get up. And say, anything that the Nim are going to take today should be Hefker. Now, this is a Brice, it's not a Mishnah, it's a Brice in the second paragraph of Mesachis and it's talking not about Ravoy, it's talking about Leket. So, this is all my Inyan, my Inyan, but Inyan. We're talking about Manasaniyim, say the but the point is that Leket is things that fall while a person's working in the field, and they're very, very precise halachas. So depending on how many shibolim fall, that's going to determine what the shilakit is. And sometimes the aniyim didn't know. Like, they would pass by, so they were aniyim amiya aretz, and they would see leket. At least that's what they thought. But the problem is, there were too many zangin there in order for it to be considered leket. And as a result, they weren't really allowed to take it. So again, these are the shiny Eden. What they would do is, they would try to make sure that this Oni, this Arman, who has good intentions, shouldn't be nichshol and stealing, thinking that he's taking Leket, where it's really not Leket. So what would they do? So they would be mafkir, these questionable Leket situations, just to get the Aniyim out of the situations. The Bryson mentions the Machloikis of Yudin and so what exactly they did, meaning how specifically were they mafkir? So Rabbi Yehuda said, Shachris, in the morning, the Baal would get up, and he would say, anything that the Aniyim are going to take today should be Hefkir. Rabbi Yehuda said, they didn't do it in the morning, but rather, to say Erev, in the evening, Oimer, he would say, Kol Shalok to Aniyim Hayoim, Yei Hefkir. Whatever that Aniyim took today should be Hefkir. So Machloikis of Yehuda and Rabbi Yehuda, where they did it in the morning, or whether they did it in the evening. But what do we need for now? We're going to get more into this in a second. But for now, what we need is, Rabbi Yosef said, when did they do it? In the evening. Rabbi Yochanan said, Tznuin Meaning, they're both saying the same concept, which is that after the fact, the Chosh of the people had a move to try to get someone out of a situation. The Tznuin were dealing with Ganovim and the Sugi of Ravai, Reb Doisa was dealing with the Aniyim and the Sugi of Leket. But if Rabbi Yochanan said that the Tznum and Reb Doisa 
Amru Dabar Echon, and he's telling to the Tznuim to Rabdoisa, that means, just like Rabdoisa said it happened after the fact, that means the Tznuim also did it after the fact. If that's the case, clearly Rabbi Yechonen's Girsa in the Mishnah, Maisa Sheini, is Kolanilka. It's not Kolamislaki. And just to say this a little bit better, because if Rabbi Yechonen held the Girsa, is Kolamislaki. And really it was done before the fact, in the morning, not in the evening, then what would Rabbi Yechonen have said? He would have said, Snuin for Rabbi Yehuda, He specifically said, Rabbi Yechonen, I mean, if he was just high level, stelling to the Snuin, to this Indian and this Mida that you find by the Tanon regarding Leket, then uh, he besayed there. But being that he mentioned Reb and not Reb Yehuda, so that's a giloy to how he was garish in the Mishnah. If Reb Yechem was garish in the Mishnah, kol hanilkat, and not kol hamislaket, means it happened after the fact, even if it's saying a Rishusayin, if that's the case, hojur kushu leduchte, we have a stira, Reb Yechem. What's the stira? Reb Yechem holds gezavol and siyachu abayin and shenim l'chayim lahaktish, and Reb Yechem holds halachik is Mishnah. He also holds whether you want the mission of the Tznu to be a Stam Mishnah, you want it to be a Shem Gamliel, either way you go, you're going to have a Stira. Says the Gemara, to get added this question, you know what you have to say? Eipach the Rabbi Yehuda, the Rabbi Doisa, the Rabbi Doisa, the Rabbi Yehuda. Lo'olam, Rabbi Yehuda holds, Gezel, v'lein esi ashu abayim ashem, v'chayim lahakdish. Rabbi Yechonon holds halacha k'stam mishnah. Rabbi Yechonon holds halacha k'stam mishnah. Which means Rabbi Yechonon holds that the halacha is like the Tznu and Rabbi Yochanan also said that the Tznuin and Rabbi Doisa were Amru Davarechad. We're stuck, right? now. we do an epoch. Rabbi Doisa, who we thought in the Brisa held that the Chosh of a person would, at the end of the day, say that I want all my Lekha to be Hefker, really held that in the beginning of the day. I in the Brisa, that's what Rabbi Yehuda said. Says the Gemara, you have to switch it. And Epoch the Rabbi Yehuda, the Rabbi Doisa, the Rabbi Doisa, the Rabbi Yehuda. So Rabbi Doisa takament in the beginning of the day. The Stam Mishnah is not Kola Nilkat, it's Kola Mislaket. And as a result, it's not a steer to Rabbi Yechon Zalach of Gezavol and Nisiyah But the Gemara asks a question. The Gemara says, so we were stuck. We were in a jam here, right? We couldn't figure out how to give Zachanetza with all these Rabbi Yechonans. And what did we do because of that? We made an Epoch and a Brisa. We took a Brisa and we were Mahapach. What Rabbi Yehuda and Rabbi Doisin says, says the Gemara, my afchis masniso afchalu Rabbi Yochanan. Wouldn't it make more sense if you have no choice? You're stuck. You're in a corner and you have to do an epoch. So you're going to make an epoch and a brisa. It probably would have made more sense to make an epoch and Rabbi Yochanan. Meaning, another way to have gotten out of this situation was to say that Rabbi Yochanan said not snuin v'Rabdoisa amru davarechad, but rather snuin v'Rabbi Yehuda amru davarechad, and keep the b'raisa, the way it is. Instead, what the Gemara did was, the Gemara was mahapich the b'raisa. But if you had a choice to be mahapich a b'raisa or to be mahapich a statement by Rabbi Yechonon, the Gemara is arguing it would make more sense to be mahapich the statement of Rabbi Yechonon. The reason is because the b'raises, even though we always say they weren't vetted nearly as properly as the Mishnayis were, but they were still vetted by the Tanam. And what's the question? And as a result, it would make more sense that the Messiah and what Rabbi Yechonon said was a little schwacher than the Messiah and the Braiso. So the Gemara says, I might afchus masnisa afchus Rabbi Yechonon, the emot snuin for Rabbi Yehuda amru dabarech. So it gets you to the same place that Rabbi Yechonon holds kol hamislaket because really you can't be makdashet, you can't be poidet, you can't be mafkir once it's not in your rishos. 
And when he said Snuin and someone else, he meant Rabbi Yehuda, who said before in the Brisa that they used to do it in the morning. But the Gemara says, "Amri loy sagid loy mishapchas masnisa." Nah, you anyways have to be mahapach this Brisa. We're not just being mahapach the Brisa because it is kasha. This Brisa anyways required an epoch. Why? The Baham masnisa because in this Brisa ktoni the isle the Rabbi Yehuda breira. What emerges is the Rabbi Yehuda holds a breira. Veshamino lo the Rabbi Yehuda ba'am the last breira. We know Rabbi Yehuda's shnita is that he holds aim breira. Now, what do you see in this Brisa? Rabbi Yehuda holds breira. So this is a classic textbook example of Reira. Because if a person in the morning is going to say that I don't know which of my tfua is going to be taken by the Anim, but whichever one it is, I want it to be after. I'm not being mafker my whole field. I'm going to be mafker now Whatever someone's going to take, that's where the Hefka was held. That's a classic example of Breira. So Rabbi Yehuda in the Bereisim is the one that says it was done in the morning. That means Rabbi Yehuda holds Yesh Breira. And that's a problem because we know Rabbi Yehuda holds Eim Breira. And therefore, you're anyways to be Mahapach and say that it's Rabdaisa who said you do it in the morning. If Rabdaisa holds you do it in the morning, Rabdaisa holds Yesh Breira. Rabdaisa can hold Yesh Breira. If Rabdaisa is the one that said the morning, Rabbi Yehuda is the one that said the evening, it helps us because that you do it in the morning while we're still in his wishes. Now, where do we know that Rabbi Yehuda holds Ain Breira? So this is the most famous Breira, Sugya, and Shas. It's always a Shailah, the Tanado, the Tanya. And the reason is because this is a Mishnah, what we're about to say. It's also a Brisa, and the Gemara usually is quoting the Brisa. It sounds like it's quoting the Mishnah, but it's really quoting the Brisa. It's always a little... Uh, Letter here. So if it says the Tanan, maybe it means the Tanya. And if it says the Tanya, maybe it means the Tanan. But regardless, Mishnah Braisa, if somebody bought wine from a Kuti, and Rashi says it took place Erev Shabbos, Bein Ashmashis. And this person's going to need the wine for Shabbos, Kamuvin. And the problem is, it's already Bein Ashmashis. It doesn't have enough time to be Mafish, Chumas, and Maishis. It's going to be Tevel. If you buy wine from a kuti, it's becheskes tevel, and the question is, what should you do? Oimer said this in Eitzah. He could say shnei lugin shani yasa lahafish. I can't be mafish shumas and maizus now, but after Shabbos I will. So the two lugin that I'm going to be mafish, hare and shuma. I want them to be shuma. Asara, then I'm going to take another ten or almost ten, right? Ten percent of ninety-eight, just to keep the numbers simple, right? We're starting off at a hundred. Therefore, one fiftieth is the Shnei Lugan. So, Asara, I want you to be Maiserishan. Tes should be Maiser Shani. Umechal, after you mafresh the Maiser Shani, you mechal the Maiser Shani onto money. The Shoysim Yad, you could drink right away. Divi Rameir, that is the sheet of Rameir. Rameir holds Yesh Breira, and he holds that even though right now we don't know which part of this wine is really the Truma and the Maiserishan, but at the same time, when you'll be mafresh, you'll be going Muslim Afreya that whatever you were mafresh is what it was. So, whatever you drank, you had a right to drink. Rabbi Yudabra Yisrael, Rabbi Shimon Oisrim, Rabbi Yudabra Yisrael, Rabbi Shimon, they all say that it's Asr. And Pashtis, the reason they hold it's Asr is because they hold Ein Breira. Now, we know from throughout Shas, the Gemara is always Daichelis, right? Whenever the Gemara says that this is a Machloik, it's Yesh Breira, Ein Breira, what does the Gemara say? La'olam, Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yisrael, Rabbi Shimon, maybe hold Yesh Breira. However, Shema. We're concerned that you may never end up being... Meaning, if we knew for sure you were going to execute and follow through with your uh, visions here, then it would be okay. But the problem is, we're always concerned that maybe this is not going to happen. But the bottom line is, says the Gemara, that don't tell me that it's a bidyevet to be mahapach Rab Yehuda and Rab Doisa in this price. Because anyways, you have to be mahapach because Rab Yehuda holds a embrace, so there's no way Rab Yehuda holds that you're allowed to do this in the morning. Says the Gemara, Amri... But this is an issue. Why would we mahapich the b'raisa? Meaning, to make this work, to make tznuin v'rabdoisa amru davarecha, and rabdoisa 
to be of the opinion that it was done in the morning, not in the evening. And the girsa of the Mishnah of Tznuin being kolha mislakit, not kolha nilkat. And to make that shnim with Rabbi Yochanan Shit of Gezavel and Yashua Abayim Shnei Mechayim Lahakdish. So what did we do? We were Mahapich Yehuda Rab Doisa. And we did it very confidently, even though we know it's a little bit of a doichek, is Mishum Dekashi, the Rabbi Yehuda, the Rabbi Yehuda. Because if you wouldn't do this, you would have a steer in Rabbi Yehuda. But the Gemara says, Hashdenami Kashi, the Rabbi Yochanan, the Rabbi Yochanan. You're still going to be stuck here. You know why? Because now you're going to have another issue. The issue you're going to have is you're going to have a steer of the Rabbi Yochanan, the Rabbi Yochanan. Why? The Amr, the Rabbi Yochanan, because he tell me that the Stam Mishnah of Tznuin is a Stam Mishnah with the Tznuin in the beginning of the day used to say that anyone that's going to take anything today, I want to be Mechal. That's working with Breira, like the Gemara said. It's a Stam Mishnah, Rabbi Yochanan holds Halachik is Stam Mishnah. If that's the case, Alma is Slay Breira. So you see clearly Rabbi Yochanan holds Yesh Breira. For Rabbi Yochanan, less Slay Breira. The problem is Rabbi Yochanan holds Aim Breira. Rabbi Rabbi Yochanan, Achim Shachalku, two brothers that divide the Yerusha, the Kuches, and we look at them as if they're buying their respective Yerusha from each other. Meaning, we don't say that when the father died and they did a Yachloiku, Igloi Muslim Afraid, that whatever each brother got, he got directly from the father of Tayyus Yerusha. Because Rabbi Yochanan holds Eim and it's impossible to ever say Igloi Muslim Afreya. So the way we look at the Yerusha is that the whole Yerusha came down to these two brothers, and when they divided it, it was a private transaction that they made. We look at them as being buyers from each other. That to the extent that this is in the Titan from Yoival, and where all transactions get unwound, this is going to be unwound. This is what the Gemara always brings as a Makar, the Rabbi Yochanan holds a Breyer. So what's the problem? The problem is that even if you hold in the Mishnah of Tznuin that the Gersen is Kol HaMislakit, not Kol HaNilkat, so you answered one steer Rabbi Yochanan, you're going to be left with another steer Rabbi Yochanan. In other words, Mamon of Shach, you're stuck over here. If the Tznuin's Avoidah was that at the end of the day, they used to say that anyone that took anything from me right now, I want to be Poyda, that's a steer with what Rabbi Yochanan said, Get of Zalanus to Yahshua Bible. And if what the Tznuin did was in the beginning of the day, that's a steer to Rabbi Yochanan's halacha of Eim Breira. And Monoshach Tznuin is a Stam Mishnah, so Monoshach Yochanan has to pass like the Stam Mishnah. So everything that we just went through, really, we got stuck. Because we were Miyashiv, one Rabbi Yochanan, but we ended up with a Kasha from another Rabbi Yochanan. So the Gemara says like this, Might as well keep the gears to the way it was, because we really didn't accomplish anything. And if you get a snake, Kala Nilkat, you don't have to make any epochs. Let Rabdaisa be the way we had Rabdaisa. Tznuin for Rabdaisa Amr Davar Echad. The Tznuin mean used to, at the end of the day, do what they did. And Rabdaisa is the way we have it. He also did it at the end of the day. And there's no, no epochs needed. Now Rashi speaks out. I thought we had to do an epoch anyways to make Rabbi Yehuda Shtim the stira in Rabbi Yehuda Yesh Pei Re'em Rashi, what we thought Rashi was going to say, no, like the Gemara is always doich, you have no rife in there Rabbi Yehuda that he holds Eim maybe he holds Yesh Pei Shem Yibaka, no, it's a forget, Rabbi Yehuda holds Yesh you know, I know he holds Yesh I know it from Leket, I, wine, Shem Yibaka, I know it, what's the problem with this whole thing, if we're not going to make an Epech, Hadri Kushal Aduchte, Rabbi Yochanan holds, Gezem Les Yashua, Abayim Shem Yichayim Lahakter, Zelofisha, Eina Shalev, Zelofisha, Eina Beshusai, from the Tznum, you see not that way, Tznum is either a Stam Mishnah, or it's from Shem Gamliel, where Rabbi Yochanan holds, Halach Stam Mishnah, he also Halach Shem Gamliel, Mishnah Seinu, so aren't we stuck? So the Gemara says, for Rabbi Yochanan, Stam Achrina Ashka, it's true, Rabbi Yochanan holds like a Stam Mishnah, and this is a Stam Mishnah, however, there was another Stam Mishnah, that Rabbi Yochanan had, and Rabbi Yochanan 
prefer to pass like the other Stam Mishnah. You know, there were two Stam Mishnahs. So true, it doesn't stay with this Stam Mishnah, but there's another Stam Mishnah. And as long as there's another Stam Mishnah, that's already different. The Tanah, what's this other Stam Mishnah? It's Unzer Mishnah. It's the Mishnah in the beginning of Perak Merubah. The Mishnah says that if someone's a Gainim and a Ganav, he doesn't pay Kefal. Simar says, Amai, why don't you pay Kefal? I understand why you don't pay Kefal to the Ganav Rishon. The Gunav Mi Beis Ha'ish. It says in the Torah, "Vigunam mi beis ha'ish, v'loy mi beis haganev." So therefore, you don't pay kefil to the ganev rishon. Ela lebaylam neshalem. Why don't you pay kefil to the baylam? This was what was bothering Rabbi Yechon. Ela lav shmami no zelafisha ene shaloy v'zelafisha ene b'shusay. Must be because it's ene b'shusay, and being that it's ene b'shusay, he's also not considered the beis ha'ish. So from the fact that a goyne v'achar haganev doesn't pay kefil to the original owner, that was Rabbi Yechon and Zeraya. That's the Mishnah, that is an idea of Enoshaloi, you're not the Beisoyish, but there's also an idea of Enoshaloi, you're also not the Beisoyish. And being that there's another Stam Mishnah, that's Rabbi Yechon said what he said. Says the Gemara, my chaz is the Azabasa Ahistam, the Yavit Kihaistam. Okay, so there's a steering now between the two Mishnahs. Had Rabbi Yechon know which Stam Mishnah to go like, so the Gemara says, Mishnah Messiah, like Rakhish Kiyakhish, it's basically Kodesh Hashem, Ma Beisoy Shaloi, but also Ma Beisoy Beshusoy. So just like this pasuk teaches me that beisoy shaloi afkol shaloi, so too ma beisoy b'shusay afkol b'shusay. So he held that the pasuk is really in support of his halacha. Now, if he had a stam mishnah that blatantly contradicted what he said, he would have been stuck. But it's not the case. There were two stam mishnahs. So being that there's two stam mishnahs, in Rabbi Yochanan's kol now he has a right to say a svar and he has a right to be makriya. Which one of these two stam mishnahs he prefers? And that's why he came in and he said what he said. One last gemara. Amr Abayah. Abayah said, He loved Amr Rabbi Yochanan, Tznu of Rabbi Yochanan, Amr Dovarech. We're not for the fact Rabbi Yochanan said that the Tznu and Rabbi said have I I would have thought Snu and Islu the Rabdoisa of a Rabdoisa less saluted Snu. So Rabbi Yechonin's memra, one of them, that permeated today's daf was Snuin for Rabdoisa Amru Davarecha. The Snuin were looking out for the Ganovim that took people's fruit without permission. Sometimes it was Ravoi. So to prevent them from being Nichshul and Ravoi, they would go and be Poida all their Paris. Rabdoisa was talking about person at a field where there's leket or something that looks like leket, Daniyim might think it's leket, and to prevent Daniyim from accidentally taking something that doesn't belong to them, so this person would be mafker, all the questionable lekets like this, Daniyim wouldn't be nechshel. And Rabbi Yechelen said that the Tzlum and Rabbi Yechelen said the same thing, the Lomdus is the same, but not just the Lomdus is the same, the words Dover Echel implies that if you'd ask the Tznuin, they would agree with everything Rav Doisa said. And if you'd ask Rav Doisa, they would agree with everything that the Tznuin said. It's one Hanhaga, it's one Inyan. So Abayah said, were it not for the fact Rabbi Yochanan said that, I would have disagreed. In fact, I would have said, Tznuin islu de Rav Doisa, the Tznuin hold of Rav Doisa, of Rav Doisa less lu de Tznuin. But Rav Doisa doesn't hold it as Tznuin islu de Rav Doisa, the Tznuin hold of Rav Doisa, ma'abaganav of the Rabbana Takanta, ma'adach for a ganav, the Rabbana made a Takana. Meaning it sounds like the Rabbanan were encouraging the Tznuin to do this. So, if we encourage people to look out for a Ganev, even though there's a Svara of Haliteo, the Rosh of Yomus, and still we're looking out for them, obviously, 
we would encourage people to look out for the Aniyim. Rabbi Dois, however, less with the Tznuim, but I don't know for sure that Rabbi Dois holds the Tznuim, because it could be Aniyim, who the Abdullah Rabbana Takanto, maybe it's for the Aniyim that the Rabbana made a Takana, Avogad of the Abdullah Rabbana Takanto, but maybe for the God of Nats. So for sure, Tznuim is with Rabbi Dois, but Lav Dafka Rabbi Dois is Islu the Tznuim, exhale. So just to end with one, maybe two Aras, and that is, so the topic of today's Daf started with Yish, Koina Yish, not Koina, but the majority of the daf discussed Rabbi Yochanan's memra of Geza v'loy Yashua Bailim. Shneim einam yuchayim lahaktish. Zelafish she'ena shaloi. V'zelafish she'ena b'shusai. So if somebody steals something from somebody, and the Bailim wasn't miyayish yet, the gazling, if he wants to be maktish, or as we saw in the daf, lav dafka hektish, he wants to be mafker, he wants to sell it, he wants to be mekadosh anisha, he wants to transact with it, he can't. And the reason is, because if the violin wasn't miyayish yet, it doesn't belong to him. But it's not only the Ganev that can't, the Balabayas also can't. And the reason is, because it's not in his Rishos, and being that it's not in his Rishos, so he too is chaser bailis. If he's chaser bailis, it's not something he would be able to do. Additionally, we saw that the Makar, to both sides of this transaction, are... A pasuk in the Torah. It says in the parish of Hektish, "V'ish ki yaktish es beisoy kodesh, ma beisoy shaloi af kol shaloi." Or the second nosach was, "Ma beisoy brishusoy af kol brishusoy." So the precedent for what relationship a person has to have with an item in order for him to make it hektish is dumi the beisoy. Beisoy is shaloi; it has to be shaloi. Beisoy is brishusoy; it has to be brishusoy. Therefore, Gezav le'nes Yashu Abaylam Shneim Einu Michaelum Nahakdish Zelafish Einu Shaloi. So it's not Dumya the Beisa that Shaloi. Vezelafish Einu Bershusai. It's not Dumya the Beisai which is Bershusai. Now, there's one thing that needs to be spoken out very, very clearly, and that is, what happens if somebody owns something, but right now that something that this person owns is not in his Rishos. It's punked in a Rishos Arabim. It's in a Simta. It's in a Carmelis. It's in his friend's house. He gave it to someone to watch as a pekadin. Could he be makdish that item? Maybe not. Shneim elim yichaydum lahakdish. Zelafisha ina shaloi, vezelafisha ina b'shusai. It's a toss. Of course he'd be able to be makdish it. And the reason is because Chazal say that if a person owns something called heicha de isa, wherever it is, b'shusai de mora isa, it's considered to be in that person's rishos. If somebody steals something from a shomer pekadin. Dalach is he has to pay kefal to the Bailam. It's considered vegunav mi beis ho'ish. It's not a bechina of going to menagan. If we apart from kefal, because kolhecha di isa brishusa the mara isa. So what then did Rabbi Yochanan mean when he said gezav lenis yashua Bailam shneim yuchayim malhaktish zelafisha ina brishusa? What do you mean it's ina brishusa? Who cares? A shneim pekadin. It's not in my rishos. If it's in my friend's house, it's not in my rishos. If it's in a rishos arabim, it's not in my rishos. If I was Miyayish, but I wasn't Miyayish. I'm going after this person. One, I have lawyers ready. So what do you mean? It's mine. So because it's physically not in my Rishos, kol heicha di isa b'shusa d'mari isa. The Terence is, because over here it was stolen. And the fact that it was stolen makes the whole difference. Being that there was gezelo, gezelo is enough to make it no longer in the rishos of the nigzal, and it's dafke here where we invoke Rabbi Yochanan Zalach of Shneim Einim Yechayim Lahakdash Zelafish Einer Shaloi VeZelafish Einer B'Shusai. So the question is, what's the pshat? Who cares it was stolen? Why does 
Hilchis Balabayas get gestert because of the fact that it was stolen. The fact that it was stolen makes it inconvenient right now. It means somebody was over like six old means you have to learn back Maruba to figure out how to deal with this guy. But at the end of the day, from the standpoint of it being in my Rishos, if there's an idea of Kalecha the Eastern Bishus of the Mari and I wasn't Miyayish yet. So just because it was stolen, why does that matter? So Lukhari, the Pashup Shad is based on something again we've mentioned already a few times, and that is that when a person is a Ganev or a person is a Goslin, he's not simply taking something out of somebody else's Rishos. He's actually making a Kenyan. The way you become a Ganev and a Goslin in Halacha is by doing Meshicha, it's by doing Hagba, it's by it being in Yochatzer, it's by doing some sort of Kenyan. And being that there's a Kenyan that took place, Mitzad HaGanev, Mitzad HaGoslin, that Kenyan is Moitzi at some way from the possession of the original owner, so that we view it now that it's chaser in terms of the bias of the owner. Meaning, when somebody gives something to someone to watch as a pekadin, so it's mine 100%. You're rather watching my thing. If I own something and it's in a Rosh Hashanah, you have a car, it's parked in the Rosh Hashanah, it's in your car. The fact that it's in the Rosh Hashanah doesn't take away in any way from the bylaws that you have. But when there's a Geneva and Exhalo, by definition, someone else made a Kenyan in this Indian. And being that someone else made a Kenyan in this Indian, it's that Kenyan that makes it Einer B'Shusai of the original owner, and it's for that reason we view his bylaws in it as being somewhat compromised, and therefore it's not just the Ganev that can't be Maktashit, a B'Shtei The Balabayas also does not have the ability to be Maktashit. So again, we're hazarding this idea that when a person steals, he's a Ganev or he's a Gazlan, it's not just that he took it, and right now something that belongs to someone else in his, is in his Rishos. On a certain level, this thing that's in his Rishos actually belongs to him. And the emphasis is the nafkimina lahaloch. The most obvious nafkimina lahaloch is the Mishnah Nafayin Tesem and Alf that says that if someone's a Ganev or a Gazlan and then an Oynes happens, the Allah is the Ganev and Gazlan is Chayev Oynes. Why is he Chayev Oynes Why is he Chayev Oynes He's not a Shoyal. That's not what happened. He's a Ganev. He's a Gazlan. So, Balkarchach, there's some Shaykhis that he has to this item that suddenly says that if an oinus takes place, you're going to be responsible to now make the real owner whole. The reason is because of his kenyan that he has. His kenyan that he has makes him episabilim, and it's for that reason he's going to be chai ba'insin, but that's the point. Now, when we spoke this out, Ba'arichos was in the second rabbi of Perik Merubo when we were talking about the halach of Shinri Kaina. So one of the big chidushim as it relates to Geneva Vigzela is the fact that if somebody steals something and the Bible wasn't Miyayish, but there was a Shinri, keep it simple, a Shinri Maisa, Goizel Eitzim, Vasan Kalim, so the halach is now your Kaina. And the Makar to Shinri Kaina is, it's learned out from Apostolic, the Heshav Es Akzela, Asher Gazal, the words Asher Gazal are extra, and it's coming to teach me, Im Kein Shagazal Yachse, but if it's not Kein Shagazal at that point, the halach is that you're going to be allowed to keep it. And the question is, who state? In im kein shadozel yachser that shino kaina. At the end of the day, in order to be kaina something, you have to make a kinyan. A maisa shino is not a maisa kinyan. So if that's the case, where is the kinyan? So the London, Rabbi Chanan and Kavit Shiur, Rabbi Chaim and Sefer, and Hilchas Gzela, and Hilchas Gzela, Perik Tesa Loch Aleph say that avado shino itself is not the kinyan. The kinyan is the original Kenyonic Zela that every single Gazan does. So when the Gazan does the Mashiach, when the Gazan does the Akbar, Be'etzim, he did a Kenyan. And really, he did a Kenyan on such a level that at that minute, he should have been kind of this item 100%. 
The only reason he's not coined it 100% is because the Torah says, Behejshev is like And that Chiv Hashava gets in the way and says that, I'm sorry, you can't be coined Because if you have a Chiv to return it, that somehow contradicts the Chalwis Kenyan. But Be'etzin, the Maisa Kenyan was done at that point. So now, when there's no longer a chiyah v'heshev v'shakzeila asher gazal, because there's a t'nayin v'heshev v'shakzeila, im ke'en shakazal yachzer, so now it's hadadin, it's chayzer v'neyah, the original kinyin zeil that you made, and it's for that reason you're going to be kainit, and you're going to be kainit based on the original zeila. In other words, this kinyin zeila is such a real kinyin that the minute the chiyah v'ashava goes away, at that point you're kainit 100%, just bringing out the chashivas of... The Kinyan Exhale, it's not Stama Kinyan Baalmo in Yenoinsin, not Stama Kinyan Baalmo as a Loshin, a Sprach, that's part of the Maruba vernacular. It's a real Kinyan. The whole Shini Koina, which is a real Gehedeke Kinyan, it all comes Machma, say all the London, Berosher Abchayim, from the original Maisa Kinyan that you did at the time that you stole. You did a Kinyan when you stole? What are you talking about? Yeah, because that's the way you become a Ganav and a Gazlan. You become through Agwal, through Meshichah. That's the Mishnah of Kamon. And that is the way you become a Ganav and a Gazlan. That really is a Kinyan. And were it not for the Chiv, the Heishif, you would have been Kinyan right away. Not just that, the minute there's no Veheshev, you're Kinyan. Just to say this one Tefach Tifer. That is, Rabbi Khanan, when he speaks about this in Kovit Shiurim, he asks Akasha. He says, I don't understand. Shinui Kaina has no Havana. Must be, when there's a Shinui, you kind of machmas the original Gneva and machmas the original Gzela. You did Kinyan and Gneva at that point. The Chiv HaShava was in the way. Now that it's not here, now you can be Kaina. Frank of Khanan, why is this different than a Halacha that says that if somebody would say, Meshoich Parazu, someone does a Maisa Kinyan, and he says that I don't want the king to be Chal now, the king should be Chal in 30 days. The halach is, you're not kind of. You cannot do a Maisa Kinyan now and say that I want the Chalois Kinyan to happen later. It's what's known as Kulsa Kinyan. Now, this comes up a little bit in the beginning of the third pack of Masachtas Kedushin. But the point is, this is the halach. You can't do a Maisa Kinyan this second and say that I want the Kinyan to be Chal in a month from now. Kulsa Kinyan. The Kinyan has to be around the Maisa at the time the Chalois is going to take place. If the mice is happening now and the chalois is happening in a month from now, that's not good. Why is every shinui koina not a problem of kalsa kinyanai? The gan, if the gazan did his kinyan at the time that he stole it, a year later he did a shinui, now he's going to be koina. If the lundus of shinui koina is working with the original mice kinyan, so then how's it possible that you're doing a mice kinyan now and then you're first going to be koina later? You have to say that when a gan, does a kinyan, Really, the Chalais Kenyan happens right away. The second he makes the Kenyan, at that second it's Chal. Nervous, but I say Rega that it's Chal. It's also Chal Achir Vashava. And the Chir Vashava is like an Azah, say Doi Chaloisa, say type of thing. I don't mean that. But like there's an Azah Doi Chaloisa, say so, it knocks it out and it says that even though Be'etzim, I have the Chalais Kenyan right now, but Alpha Pekin, you can't do anything with it, Lamaisa, because you have a Chir Vashava. And therefore the Kenyan is not farting. Kosa Kinyan is the Taich where I do a Maisa Kinyan now and I set up the Kinyan that there should be no Chalois now. The whole Chalois should happen in 30 days. You have to say the Maisa and the Chalois Be'etzim are now. And the Chalois is here and it's here and it's here. And 
there's, you don't see it, but there's this friction and this tension between the Chaloi's Kinyan of the Kinyan Igneva and the Chiv Shava that's mamish about to explode and blow up the whole world. And the minute the Chiv Shava goes away, it's all of boom, Kupta Royce. That Chaloi's Kinyan that was already hovering over mamish from the beginning of the Igneva, and now all of a sudden it can be manifested, it can be Chal. But the point is, Kinyan Igneva is a real thing. It's a real thing when a Ghanav or a Gazan makes a Kinyan at that point. He is kinda something. How much is he kinda? Well, he's kind of anointing for starters. Additionally, at this point, the Balabayas doesn't have a complete bias in it. Even if he was a Miyayish, he can't be Makdashit because it's in a which means that on some level it's not his. His ownership is compromised. Therefore, he's not a Bailin. And it could at some point, manifest to a complete 100% ownership in the event that the Chiv HaShavah ever goes away. And like Rabbi Hanan said, that really that chalais that will happen later was really here now. It just practically speaking couldn't be implemented because of the fact that there was this tension on the other side from the Chiv HaShavah. In other words, from this Gemara and from all the Gemaras that we're learning, you see a Chiddush, that a Ganev or a Gazlan, a Ganev and a Gazlan can somehow make a Kenyan and something that doesn't belong to him. And if you think about it, it's a Chiddush Noira She'enka Dugmasa. Because ordinarily, you learn anything. You know that you cannot make a Kenyan in something that doesn't belong to you. Something called Dasa Cheres You just can't go over to someone's thing and take it. It just doesn't work. Yet, in the parish of Geneva Vigzela was this Chaddish that there's an Indian that a Ganev Meaning, you can go over to something that doesn't belong to you, you can make a Kenyan, and that Kenyan on some level is going to work. And the question is, you have to understand this a little bit better, just to get that part. The Chiddush is, this is, this is as I stated in the Torah, but it's a Tzara Serifa, right? It's a Tzara Serifa, it doesn't have to have a Pshat, but a Geder it has to have. And the question is, what is the Geder Advar? And just to bring it out, Rav Kiva Eger, and if you want to look it up inside, it's in the blue Rav Kiva Eger's, for Shleim Ariely Shlita, it's here in Baba Kama, he says it comes from Shilas to Chuvas Rab Kivega Chelik Zion Simon Aleph. So the seven Chalakim, at least, of Chuvas from Rab Kivega. But Chelik Zion is Simon Aleph. Al Koponim. Rab Kivega had a suffix. What happens if a cotton steals? If a cotton would steal something from somebody, and then there would be a Shinoi. Is the cotton Koino with Shinoi, or is the cotton not Koino with Shinoi? So a cotton was a Ghana. And now there was a Shinoi. Is he kind of the Zach or is he not kind of the Zach? Now, a cotton doesn't have Chiyuvim. So if a cotton steals, let's say, and then an Oynes happens, Kipshuta, he's not going to be Chayv and Oynesin because he's a cotton. You can't be Mechayv a cotton anything, right? He didn't have Daz. But that's not the Shaila. We're not discussing whether or not there's a Chiyav Ashava. We're not discussing whether he has a Chiyav Oynesin. We're not discussing whether or not he has to do tshuva when he gets older. That's the Ramon, Simon, Shem, Mem, Gimel. We're not discussing all those things. We're discussing one thing. If a cotton steals, and then all of a sudden a shinri happens, is the cotton zoicha or is the cotton not zoicha? what's my stade hasafik? It goes to the core of how you understand Kinyon Gneva. This is half of a fellow. Says Rab Kivega, in Kinyon Gneva you see a chiddush, and that is that a person can make a Kinyon of something that doesn't belong to him. Really, it makes no sense. How could you make a Kinyon of something that doesn't belong to you? If someone else has bailus in it, you need his das. What we know as das acheres makna, in order for you to be able to be kinder. Shteita chiddush, no, it's a parish of Gneva. And the parish of Neva Shtei, it doesn't have to be that way. Says Rabbi Kivega, what's the gather of the Chiddush? Is the gather of the Chiddush, the Chazal said, that when a person steals, 
even though there is no dasacheres machna, the guy's screaming. Even though there's no dasacheres machna, but the Torah views it as if there is dasacheres machna, and that's how he's able to be a ganev on something where really he didn't have dasacheres. We view it as if there's dasacheres, or is the gedadvarim that we look at this item as if there's no owner, and we look at the ganev as if he's been kind of in a hefker. In other words, Rabbi says you have to give me your nusach. Explain to me what the gather of Kenyon Igneva is. You have a matzah where a person goes over to someone else's thing and he takes it. It's not a half gavel. So something then has to be said. There has to be a gather for it. It has to reconcile with Kala Tarakula. Can't be such an anomaly. So the terrace is that it's like a Ryan. We're going to make believe that even though it's not really it is. So what's this make believe? What is the story? What's the narrative that we are convincing ourselves of? We're deluding ourselves into something. What is it? Is it that even though there's no Dasacheres Machna, we're going to make believe that there is Dasacheres Machna? Or we're going to say, not that there's an owner and the owner has Das to be Machna. We're going to make believe there's really no owner. Zokrab Kiveg, you know what the Nafkimina is? Nafkimina is a cotton. Because everyone knows that even though cotton has no Schim, they rise up a Toys for Sheet is, and it's the Rambam Sheet as well, that the Dasacheres Machna, cotton can be Zoichim, they rise Min a hefker cotton can't be zoicha, but with dasacheres machna he could. So zokte, if the gather of kinyonik neva is that even though there's no dasacheres, we look at it as if there's dasacheres, then a cotton has kinyonik neva. So you thought a cotton can't be a ganav? How can it be? How can it do a meisig neva? The teretz is every neva beetzim is a chiddush nifla. The teretz is we view it as if there's a dasacheres. Oh, if you view it as if there's a dasacheres, a cotton has kinyon. He has chiv, but dasacheres machna midday rice he has. But if the gather is not that, we look at it as if the bialim is being machna. But we make believe the Bailam's not here. Kloppy the Kenyan, the story we tell ourselves is that there's no Bailam. We look at it as if he's a Zeichem and a Hefke. If we look at it as if he's a Zeichem and a Hefke, a cotton can't be Zeichem and a Hefke. The Nafkamina of whether you see the lumbness of Kenyan Igneva, that even though there's not Tasacheres, we're going to look at it as if there's Tasacheres. Or the lumbness is that we look at it as if it's Hefke, even though it's not Hefke, would be cotton. Now, how is she in Kainas of Reb Kivega? It's posh, it says Reb Kivega. He says, not mamish, mamish, but he says, come out what Reb Chaim and Reb Chanan says. The way she in works, it's a Hemshech of the Kenyan Igneva. That means a Ganif does a Kenyan. Then later, when there's a Shino, you could be Kainas with the original Kenyan Igneva. So if the cotton, when he did the Kenyan Igneva, his Kenyan was a Kenyan, because we look at it as if it's Dasacheres Machna. Well, now if there's a Shino, he's going to have a regular Shino coin. It's going to be his. He will be able to keep it. He's a god you can keep it. It's yours. If, however, we look at Kenyan Igneva as being Zoichem and Ahefker, it's that the original Kenyan Igneva he didn't have. If he didn't have the original Kenyan Igneva, he's not going to have Shino coin either. We will stop here.